Congratulations. <laughs> uh, on what? <laughs> Just winning somehow? Oh, yeah. Oh, this Trixie person won RuPaul's Drag Race. All Stars. All Stars. All Stars. All okay, because it's different in Drag Race. Okay, great. <clears throat> Because I mean, I I think about like how <laughs> some people tend to like really put themselves out there uh-huh. for a dollar sign, Ooh. Uh, yeah. and and it's just like really though, like so if I'm curious to know, like if you were to put a price tag on you, I don't like that because it's kind of like borderline slavery talk, but like if you were to put <laughs> okay. a price tag on your gay, oh, being like a hundred percent liberated. How much would it cost? Uh, so I want to make sure. So if we're like just a price on just living and being our most liberated and authentic selves, how much would it cost to be be or gay or just part of the LGBTQ plus community? When you so yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm yeah. I feel like his explanation <laughs> is exactly the question that I heard you ask, and I'm thinking it in two ways. I'm like, okay, well, well, I'm really thinking of I'm thinking of it in two ways, but I can only answer it in one way because I'm thinking of it like just being gay, but I'm mm-hmm. not just gay. I'm gay and black, so Ooh. the cost is more to Ooh. me because it, you know. Ooh, it it costs numbers. more to be black. Excuse oh, so, me, so I need some numbers. Okay, yeah, so need, I'm writing a so, check. Yeah, I'm writing uh, a check. And you're cutting a check. It might bounce. But so I'm just cutting um, a check. And it depends on geographic location mm-hmm. too. But just to be a black gay male in um, in Birmingham is, I would say uh, annually. Oh, okay, I can dig. I can dig. It will cost about. About eighty thousand dollars. Are we putting monetary? I like. I'm thinking about all the cost it takes to just be me. Or but we, just... we're going to give them bite size first, right? So, well, <laughs> well, before we get too deep, though, folks need to know. About so, hold on, but wait a minute, because I'm still stuck at this damn eighty thousand dollars, honey. You shortchanging us, but that's okay. Ooh. This is a. Uh, <laughs> this is coach. And this is shortchange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, um, and, and I am JR, and you're listening to Confabulation. Yes, you Ka-ching, say. Motherfucker. Okay. Ka-ching, bling, bling. $80,000 is what mm-hmm. I would say. So we're talking about the cost of being gay. And, mm-hmm. and for those that just kind of just dived right on in with us. And JR just kind of broke it down in two particular contexts of like just the cost of being gay and then the cost of being black and gay. In the South, or specifically in Birmingham, mm-hmm. this individual says some eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, I, th- I think that is a comfortable cost That's to be comfortable living. Yeah, it's living. comfortable. Hmm. Yeah, to be to be a, like a stereotypical, um, but well desired gay. Mm, I was about so to say, much. are we talking about lifestyles here? Yeah, absolutely. We're not. Anyway. <laughs> yes. yes, we are talking Another about conversation. lifestyles. And, okay. and, so, and, I, and I think just to probably provide a little bit more clarification, mm-hmm. um, where I am, I'm really like focused on more so the sacrifices that we make. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, so that cost oh. to be gay. And I mean, I still feel that Ooh. at times that there is a numerical value or a dollar sign, a monetary, uh, monetary value to it. Because it's like, I, I've been thinking about it. It's like, you know, how much have I truly invested in being me? 
Yeah. How much have I lost to be me? Yeah. Um, how much is my happiness worth? Um, yeah. And, and then, like, it, the questions continue to just, like, snowball for me in that regard. But it's, like, really thinking about the cost of being gay. And then, again, for the people, mm. for the individuals at the table, and granted, and again, it's not a slight to any of our listeners that don't identify as black and gay, but... That's that. These mm-hmm. are your co-hosts here, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so that's really the the one lens that we can most wholeheartedly speak from. Yeah. Um, the cost of being black and gay, um, and we can even add the geographical of in the South and in the deep South at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, the cost is very different from my experience of living in Pennsylvania, Maryland, South Carolina, North Carolina, and then now here Alabama. Like that cost was very, very different um, mm-hmm. of what I had to give up and what I gained and and, and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. So that's the kind of the track I'm going. Okay, uh, that's but cute. That's cute. cute. That's eighty thousand. I catch these numbers. Uh, I'm listening. I'm okay. ready now. I'm writing pen. Okay, and you might gag again. So I- I'm thinking about this now in three ways when it comes okay. to cost. One is like what it costs me to be gay. Like financially, what it costs me. I think a year is probably about $75,000 oh, okay. to to be gay. But that's not to be the gay that I desire to be. I think that's to fair. be that gay is it, it, to be that gay, okay? Oh, that's gay. <laughs> okay. Honey. It will probably cost me about like a I would say about 95 to $100,000 to be the the gay that I want to be. Who do mm-hmm. you want to be? I just want to be a, a worry-free baby signet desire gay baby that I could possibly be here in the city. Hello? Okay? In Greetings the South, okay? Um, now, <laughs> uh, then the other two thoughts, or well, one of the other two remaining thoughts is that um, gains. So, like, what what if I put a dollar amount on, like, in, in thinking about costs as far as in gains, in the idea of gains, then I would say that being gay has given me maybe $20,000. This is a year. I can see that. I love how we still talking about just money. Yeah, because, but I mean, that's that's what makes the money run. That's what makes the The world world go go round. Okay. And, uh, and and I'm sure there are other things. I'm, I feel like you got something that you can equate it to. And, I, and hey, we can go there pound for pound. Yeah. But when, uh, and so then I'm thinking <laughs> about losses. The European, um, dollar amount. Which is like worth pound. more. Okay. It, it is worth more. Okay, actually. hello. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so I'm also thinking about my gayness in loss. Mm. So um, annually, I would say that my gayness, my queerness mm. cost me. Mm. Ooh. I don't know why, like, my heart kind of dropped when you said it. Like, the losses and what it cost me. And it's just like, baby. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it cost me, like, $100,000. Baby, you operate in the negative. And that, and what's, the reason I hesitated saying that is because I feel like I, like, if you do the math, I, I feel like they probably left me with five thousand dollars or nothing or in the negative it somewhere you with around eighty thousand dollars because really? of how I'm looking at it. If you're saying a hundred, I'm going with the the largest amount. Uh-huh. So a hundred thousand dollars to be the it gay, the it jr, and then I'm giving you a twenty thousand dollar bonus. 
Okay, no, no, because those wrong. are my gains. That's right. My gains so, are twenty thousand dollars. Sorry, sorry. Then that would be twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so I'm at uh twenty. So hundred thousand minus hundred thousand, twenty thousand is left. Fifteen thousand because that's ninety five. So I only have fifteen thousand dollars to be. You weren't hearing me. What? I'm going with the largest amount. Oh, you oh you did a range ninety five to a hundred. Okay, yeah. okay, girl. Oh, look, hello. I can barely see the vapor. What kind of LGBTQ plus Suze Orman shit we doing right now? We legit working out finances and costs. We. I'm hello? trying to figure like yeah, low key. This is you want <laughs> my this, intel this, and this my this budget. budget. This is how this much I cost. Budget. This is our. This is I'm feeling like my value as a gay male is now like fifteen thousand dollars a year, which is nothing. You can't live off of that. That's one of my And I am still thinking about other dollars. I swear we should treat this like gay shark tank. Like we used to (laughs) (laughs) writing down (laughs) how to profit off of business. You know, Oh my god! And the losses—it's because my losses are so great. Yeah, I feel like despite all my effort. To just be like a, a successful and um, contributing men- member of society as yeah, a black I, I gay male. I'm just trying to make a bid to save lives. What's wrong with me? <laughs> right, look, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't. This is hilarious. This is it's sad, no, but it's, it, it's hilarious because but like the, the the comedy and the irony in it is there, <laughs> but then like it also brings up like a serious conversation that's okay. like, baby. I'm not getting what I've put in. I'm I'm not. I'm not I've I've invested. My yeah. investments were my losses. Yeah. yeah. And I have I'm JR barely breaking even here. Coach, it's your turn, hun. Uh so I, how do you want to do it? It doesn't have to be dollars and cents. Yeah, I, I make so sense that over home. Yeah, uh, it can be you, cows. You, 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 you got you got cattle. You taking uh stock and and all these things like that. So oh, Bitcoin. We've been letting you know your worth, honey. When I think about the black, gay, queer, black, LGBTQ plus experience just in general, mm-hmm. the main thing that's always stood out to me is how, and I don't want this to be interpreted in a in a negative way, how grand we are, mm-hmm. how grand we want to present ourselves and how grand we've always been. It's like a grandiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, being, I've always been interested in the grandest. I don't know yeah. why. Like, ever since I first saw Paris is Burning. Okay. When I first saw that and, and understood ballroom culture, because I was, I was already following ballroom throwbacks and everything, mm-hmm. but then to go back and watch Paris is Burning and just to see the different categories with, you know, making sure you have your clothes and you can tell if those are your clothes or someone else's clothes that are borrowed and things like that, mm-hmm. runway, and just all these different things that people were doing just to be like, this is me being grand. And I never thought of grand being a negative term because I feel like there's some sort of space we go to as people of the community where we want to the realities of life mm-hmm. that make it so hard for us to be us because of societal pressures, toxic shit, and all that. Where we have to escape to a space like, what is my most grandest self? I, you know, like when I thought about, I don't know if you ever seen Unbreakable with Kimmy Schmidt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Titus, uh, <laughs> Titus, love him, mm-hmm. yeah, and when they had the whole episode eliminating, when mm-hmm. he had his old yellow get up on, everything with the baseball bat going yeah, and stuff like that, that, I was like, this is so fucking grand. What would it look like if a bunch of us just rolled down the street in a whole bunch of plumes and feathers and shit, just filling our own fantasy because that's how rich we want to be and how we feel. Uh-huh. It's the same way we do in ballroom uh, uh, categories. Yeah. I'm going to give you my best. It may not be the best for you, but this is my best. I want to, this is a character that I want to give and this is who I want to be. And I think about that also in the drag community as well. We create characters and stuff like that where it's like, this is my idealized superpower person. 
This is the person that my superhero. And I've seen many queens have this is the person that's sketching since high school. I love her. This is the person I want to be. This is the person that I've always imagined seeing. Then you become that person through makeup and hair and all these things. Uh So when I think of the cost of uh of being gay or queer and all the things that make us who we are, I don't think of it from a monetary value because we're gonna spend our money and all these things like that. And some of us are very crafty, some of Uh us have done things to get what we need to get. I feel like the cost of it is just not giving a shit what people think. The cost is just being carefree. In order for you to be your most free self and be your richest self, not monetarily, but just in the essence of just feeling free, you have to not give a shit what people think. I, I, I'm a hold what I got to say. No. I want to hear, I want to hear a, I want to hear what a, how, how you answer this question. I, I value that. Yeah, I, but I have a I have I a do response. Add, I do want to oh, add to ahead. that too. Go ahead. But not just not giving a shit, but the cost of it because there's hardships as well. So the cost is possibly, you know, living with your family. You mm-hmm. may have to move away from your family to be around other people that support you understand. Right, you. right. It could right. be costing some bit of your sanity, some bit of your happiness, right. some bit of your joy. You know, the things we talk about in our red wagon. Some of those things, there's a cost to that for us to be our most idealized and hopefully worthy selves. So it's a lot of sacrifice with that to get to where we need to go. Monetarily, I don't know how much it would cost for me to be me because I feel like I'm good. Mm-hmm. I want to be, of course, I need money. I want money so I can mm-hmm. function and live in life. But even if I had all the money, because I think about, because I've been thinking about anxiety stuff, people like like Kate Spade that took a life or people like Robin Williams and things like that may have had all the money and success, but they were not happy. Mm-hmm. I don't anything. Else, I don't want anything to be... Uh, or cost my joy and happiness. Whatever it is, I don't want to cost my joy and happiness, health and wealth, like my emotional health and wealth. I don't want it, I don't want that to ever be a trade off for me to get to where I need to go. Okay, I appreciate that. I, I, and I I do too, and I and I definitely vibe with it because it's amazing how we all think differently, uh-huh. but we're uh-huh. all still speaking and communicating the same, well, communicating the same concept or thought. So for it. me, <laughs> my my cost, I I mean I I to an extent, know how to live within my means. So I mm-hmm. would say, like, my cost is going to be whatever I bring in annually with some overage. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'll say, like, my cost is, like, $65,000. Um, because, again, I I know how to move things around, reprioritize, consolidate, all the other great stuff. Now, do I do that consistently? Absolutely not. Because, again, there are times that I put me... Well, no, I put others before me. Mm-hmm. And therefore, that's where uh, some of my losses come in. But before I get to my losses, then I talk about gains. And my gains is, is really going to be based off of going on the approach of what Coach had talked about. You know, my essence, my magic. The thing that just really, like, sets me apart from everybody else. And mm-hmm. really, I can't put a dollar sign to that. Um so I, I'll leave that blank. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I look at losses, again, a lot of my losses is going to be more internal and emotional. Um, uh, the cost that the losses that I've had, like, you know, with seeking after things that weren't meant for me, seeking after dreams that weren't my dreams. Um, and I think about just like even <laughs> even some of like the relationships that I had to block um and i would say that like that probably if i really sat down and like looked at all the money that like i've gone through Mm -hmm. with 
me being me um, and within our community, how much times I've, I've unfortunately, to put it this way, like invested in uh, unfertile soil, for lack of better uh-huh. words. Um, it would, I would think it would probably be like $50,000. Um, in the hole? Yeah. Because, again, when I think about, like, how many times I've invested in other people, how many times, like, I've... And people might take this the wrong way, but let me let me let me speak my truth. I've invested to visit family that really don't accept me, but they tolerated me. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was in such a rush to just get back home. And home is my space that mm-hmm. I've established. Like that. Yeah, that that for me has been far more overwhelmingly disappointing. Um, and like kind of looms over my head as a loss than some of like the dumbest mistakes I've done, um, you know, growing up, at, well, growing up sp- out of my parents' house and like just exploring what being gay meant. Um, so going to the club, having sex and like, you know, having those various interactions. And it was just like, okay, like I, I, I know that these were bad things or these weren't the, what I won't say they're bad, but these weren't well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very impulsive but it was like the things that I actually put so much time and effort in and then I didn't get the same um, reciprocity or I didn't get a yield from what I've invested mm-hmm. and so that's why like I would say about $50,000 which leaves me with about 15000 like with that mm-hmm. and again like I was stating earlier that, that disproportionate notion that I'm going on to something else. I'm gonna stop mm-hmm. there. I'm, I'm a, uh, if I can't, it's hard for me to put a monetary value on myself when I've just gotten to a place where I realize my worth, and that's me being honest. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I just know that I don't have a monetary value because I understand that, of course, I'm priceless and valuable and all these things. But as far as surviving and living, I understand what it's like to be broke and not have anything. And I know I don't want to go back there. And, but I'm glad I went through the things I went through to understand what it's like to struggle and survive and try to make it. And I realized the space that I was in um, also put me in a, not the best space for my health. So as far as monetary value, I'm like, I, it, listen, I want to make more than what I'm making now. And I plan to make more than what I'm making now. I mean, I wish I could be set up and be given a loan a million dollars <laughs> just to yeah. see what I can do with it because mm-hmm. I could do a lot with it. Okay. A small but loan. I don't, a small loan. <laughs> small loan that you probably never pay back. <laughs> so I don't know about the monetary value of it. I just know that I hope I, I want I look forward to it being a good six figure oh. situation. Seven. Mm. I mean six is humble and cute, but I can do seven too. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. But and it's because I know that I'm good at money management. So it's not the matter of it's just I want to be in a space that I am just comfortable with just being me. So I would say the things that I've sacrificed has been just full on I wouldn't say privacy, but I felt like being more transparent or being an open book where folks don't read you afforded me opportunities to just kind of exhale a little bit because I feel like had I been the space that I was in prior to coming out mm-hmm. or anything like that either I wouldn't be here because of suicide or I would be trying to just continue functioning uh, as the people that I've found myself loving mm-hmm. and then realizing that they are not growing because they are not a space where they're ready to spend that money to be free mm. right? and yeah. so 
I've sacrificed and I've paid the cost. I've spent money on food. Mm -hmm. I've spent money on even finding lodging for myself, spent money on all these things, all because I wanted it to be a joyful experience, not just for me, but for those around me. And that's because I want to do it. I don't expect anything back except for us to have a joyful experience. Um, but if I were to talk about me just being broke and not having money, I've been there. I've, uh, mm -hmm. You know, the credit card and all this like that. So I want to look forward to my my how much it costs for me to be me. I just hope it's a six, not hope, I want to be a six-figure situation because I know my worth now of what I'm capable of doing and knowing that if with the right motivator and the right energy and spirit, I can do it because now I know my worth. I know I can write. I know I can do all these things. So it's like, now that I'm operating at a space where I know I'm gay or queer, whatever, however, I like I'll accept both gay or queer. Um, being a black man and all that, where I am, as long as I hold on to that and I don't lose it and I don't allow fear to stop me from being myself, I will achieve the things that I want as far as gaining those monetary things, but also no longer having negative or things to sacrifice that are very important to me. Like I'd rather spend expend all my fear i want you to have all that fear i want you to have all this and that so i can just keep on make heck growing a bank of all the good things that make me me so i can continue living and not being afraid to be that person mm. yeah um <clears throat> i felt like that was a lot no oh. it, it was it was an appropriate amount of valuable information <clears throat> okay. um i will say that um so I didn't expound one. I just mm -hmm. gave like Likewise. a monetary amount. Mm -hmm. So um, I will now say that I recognize that money can't buy everything, right? <laughs> but it can buy a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, there are some languages, uh, uh, some things that like tr transcend across all languages. And, and two of those things I'm thinking of is sex Mm -hmm. You know, um, well, three math, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> sex, and money. Yeah. Um, and so I per personally can can assign monetary value mm -hmm. to my um, to living gay or queer yeah. mm -hmm. um, because I know like how much I make, which is because again I said I spend. I feel like it costs me about $75,000 a year annually to live gay. Mm -hmm. But that's not me just making $75,000 at my full-time job. Word. That's me using like my attributes to acquire more mm. money right. to like using my time and my talents and all of that equates to money because if it equates to time, it equates to money. Absolutely. And so, um, so in the end, like the, the bottom line is always going to be like dollars and cents for me. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and remember I said, I feel like it'll be like 95,000, hundred thousand for me to live a lifestyle that I think I am at the very least deserving of like what is comfortable for me mm -hmm. because everything else is just like a push. Like I'm working just to try and like get $75,000 worth of pleasure, but go ahead and tack another, you know, 20,000, $25,000 mm -hmm. on that. And I can be <laughs> like the ha happy gay, like kind of stress free because yeah. what I yeah. would like to be is like have like no financial stresses. Sure, and exactly. I'm great. Abe, to your point, we're living within my my personal means, my same, financial means. Same. So, if I could, if I made a hundred thousand dollars, if I, or if I had access to a hundred thousand dollars every year, I can be 
what I see myself as being like my ideal gay self, which means that I'm happy and stress-free and worry-free. Mm-hmm. I like all these things and I'm able to have this social life that like feeds me mm-hmm. in a way that is important to me. Right. Uh, so that is one of the, that is the thing that I'm thinking about. And of course, when I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about like gains and losses, those gains um, for me are be- just because I'm gay, yeah. like what like what is poured into me that can be like deduced down to dollars and cents. Oh. Yeah. I love and you, and so that that is what I'm thinking about because I've I've gone to restaurants and I'm like, uh, they're like, hey, um, uh, welcome to restaurant. Can <laughs> I take restaurant. your can? Hey. Because as a gay person that we don't go to restaurants, we go to the restaurant, Okay, you know, and so and that's that's cost associated Mm -hmm. with that because we can't just go to a restaurant. We have to go to the restaurant. Okay, that speaks speaks the status. And then with that status, the the restaurant Mm -hmm. is getting accolades and therefore we're driving more business. So, again, you're you're now acquiring our influence, Mm -hmm. which is, again, adding dollars and cents to absolutely. Absolutely. I love the fuck out of y'all. Y'all are brilliant. And thank you for that, for that clarity and understanding, because now. I really understand. Like it's still, I still want to be a six figure amount because I know how I mm-hmm. love and I mm-hmm. understand why I love. Mm-hmm. I'm a person that if I'm going to eat, everyone's going to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. a person that if folks ain't got it, okay, cool. But I'm not, I'm not a fool either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. main thing. So don't be little. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me hit up coach. Like, nah, motherfucker, yeah. don't do that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to eat, everyone's going to eat. If I want to go on a trip with my friends, my friends like I ain't got. I want to be able to like, hey, we all going on a trip together because I just, I want to invest in more joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love, mm-hmm. and that is what I want to invest in. So for me to invest in more love and joy and bring the people that want to be there around me, mm-hmm. it's going to be some six-figure shit. Yeah. Because I want right. to do some six-figure shit things with the people that I love. Yeah. Right. And then even to, sorry, you that, that's because I, I just wanted to say I'm inspired by that because I may not have the exact number but I know it's going to be six figures mm-hmm. if I want everybody on this ride with me to be their most healed and happy selves saying that I want to be this black man that I've always wanted in my life and see that black man is a rich motherfucker that is giving and kind and wants to love on people mm-hmm. and want people to experience what it's like to be there when they're in the space to do it but I ain't forced you to get there with me yeah. right and I mean for me um even though yes, I'm capable of living within my means with a little manipulation and, yeah. and, and, and moving some things around, you know, oh, yeah. rearranging the oh, room a little oh, bit, shake it down. Do okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but even though I mean, because like immediately, like when I was thinking about it, and we were when I was just listening to Jr. Um, at the beginning of it of of this conversation, I was like, "Bitch, two hundred fifty thousand. I was like, "But that's too much." No, it's not. Mm-hmm. But then I had to think about it's like. Abe, you do too much. Like mm-hmm. you're always doing, stress. you're always doing something for someone else. And then, mm-hmm. like I said before, those losses. You're and I was being nice with the fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, but it's like you're always doing something for someone else. Yeah, but I'm then, like fifty thousand. That is low. Like that's it, low. I mean, as a creative, gay black right gay. I no, would, people I, suck. I, Thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars out of a typical black gay person every year. Yeah. Because I mean, and I think, and, and when you say that, I look back to the losses, like I look back to when I was younger at my mom's church 
and how I was choir director, I was the youth teacher, I was the Sunday school teacher, I was the secretary, I was the treasurer, like, I ran this candy store, like, I came up with all the fundraising ideas, I came up with all the field trips, I organized everything, mm -hmm. but the moment I came out as gay, they turned their backs on mm -hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And you could probably tell us how how this is the Come same, on. how okay. nothing has changed. You could probably tell us how nothing has changed, like in your previous career or in your current career, where like people are like, uh, will you um do this for the kids? Will you do this? Will you do that? Will you do the and it's like your gayness is being identified and 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 they're gonna use like mm -hmm. use your attributes, which is time which is what money mm -hmm. dollars and cents so like you're just like for you it's like okay i can give them like this this uh what will probably add up to 20 hours okay now let's equate that to dollars and cents and mm -hmm. then that's how much you've given these yeah. individuals and, for free and then you know i mean how much should we've given the folks for free too much and this is me and see this, i mm. wrote this down i said mm. we give too much and this at times impacts our self-image and our self-worth hey, yeah we as yeah. a community give too much and like in our health and our but we don't think about that. And then not just the, the physical health, the mental, mental health, health especially. Mm -hmm. And then like when I tell, um, when I talk to our producer about the new ventures or new opportunities that present themselves, and a lot of the times those new opportunities or ventures are always aligned with like a cisgendered, heterosexual mm. African-American woman. Mm -hmm. And his consistent words of caution is like, well, I want you to be careful with that because I don't want you to become a utility gay. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at first... I didn't know what the hell that was. I said, what do you mean? You we'll explain it to and, you. And then, no, I know what it is now, uh, okay. but we need to explain it to the listeners. And then okay. do so. Because I was like, but mm -hmm. utility, so mm -hmm. my ditzy ass, mm -hmm. utility, I don't do no manual labor. Like, mm -hmm. what do you mean? I'm not lifting boxes. I'm not fixing refrigerators and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just supporting and providing, you know, my expertise. Utility. Like a utility knife? <gasps> Yeah, that's kind of like how gays are to straight people. Like, oh, oh, yeah, let me get Abe on the line or Jr. or a coach because like they can do, they can be the knife because I really need everything. a knife right now. Mm -hmm. And you know who right. can be that? Guess what? I'm done with that knife, but I need a screwdriver. Oh. They can be they the can do that too. too. Listen, oh my I God, hear our money everything. going up because we realize our worth, so our money is going up. Of course, our money is going. Of course, I, our I, what is going up, coach? Our money. Okay. Our worth. Mm -hmm. All these things. Because that make I said, look, us. you remember early in the conversation, like, why is this being equated to money? Why were you? Because that's what it is. Because it, think about. Sorry, go ahead, coach. No, even as coach and stuff, there were po folks hitting me up thinking that I was gonna coach them for free. <laughs> Ain't that funny? <laughs> because my for thing free. is thinking about, but like, so <laughs> now, like, now putting it in into context, you, you I, I hate to put race into it. No, but but let's do it. So like you see a a a white cisgendered heterosexual male or female that oh I want to be a photographer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bitch, they first started taking pictures on the little iPhone. What's the recent one? Twelve, mm -hmm. uh, pro eleven or eleven, whatever. The most recent <laughs> iPhone Pro Max. And oh, Becky takes the best pictures, or Sam takes the best pictures. Da 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 da. da. Five hundred dollars off the bat from an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Mom and dad, because again that particular community understood what it means to invest. Mm -hmm. And then also because they have business mindset and not communal mindset right. yeah. that it's like, okay, well, since you're going to do this, we need to set up your whole website. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to get your contracts in line. They already know that because they already had the exposure. Our community, it, it like you said earlier, JR, they see the talent, 
But instead of trying to 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 build up that talent and to get that put that talent on a pedestal to allow it to really mm-hmm. truly grow and get gain the necessary exposure that it deserves, they try to suffocate it and and just keep it on on a on a ball and chain so mm-hmm. you can't go too far. Because so, I, mm-hmm. so go ahead. Ugh. So mm-hmm. we're at this table. And even though we are talking about how much it would cost for us to be ourselves, we're still thinking about others. <laughs> and and that's not a bad thing because it takes me back to a space. You better leave us alone. I'm you not messing with y'all. No, we trying our best. We trying our best to think bully. about us. We trying because the the worth is going up. Because what happened last year is that I had a retreat for my group mm-hmm. that, and we've been planning this for years and everything. And it's like having these men come together and we put our money together and all that. And they were trusting me through this process, stuff like that. And it was like, if I had the money, I'd be like, y'all just show up. And we, for me, I just want more money to create safe and brave spaces for us to exist and be our Mm -hmm. most authentic selves. So Mm -hmm. I want that money just for that purpose because that brings me joy. But again, I'm no fool. Yeah. I'm not going to just be free-handed that way. Is is if you want this particular love, come on over. But at the same time, Respect I just want that money for myself to build each other up and show that we can build community and show love for each other. You don't have no one to sleep. Okay, it's okay. We got this thing coming up. Everybody get a bed. Yeah, I want the money for me. <laughs> I want same. it for me. All for me. And the reason I want it all for me, we say that, but how much of that is actually because it's not going to be absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, But I want it all for me because I know that, like I'm because the money that I make that is my own money. Like I, I give it, Mm -hmm. I give it. Like my my time, I give it. Mm -hmm. My efforts, my talent, I just give it away. So I know where you're going. So completely, like if I if somebody like could just be like, okay, Tommy or Jr. Whatever y'all want to call me right now, like. Hey, what do you need? You know, oh. what what would it take for you to be to exist beautifully? Mm-hmm. I wish someone and holistically. That. Oh, that would be a beautiful question. Because <clears throat> I'm writing it out and I'm giving you the check. Or I'm I'm giving it to you like in payments. However, then whatever that amount is, I can say that I'm going to use it all for myself. But like that's just huh. not going to happen. But you I know do know that. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. I deserve yes. everything that I want. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> but see. Same here. But listen. I do. When do we, we get to that point to actually stay, state it and stand up in it and with all 10 toes? And that's, be okay with it. That's because the hard when, part. Because when we, when we admit mm. shit like that, it's a whisper. And mm-hmm. then we're, we feel ashamed and we feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I deserve, I deserve that all I the good shit that I want it because is, I know I deserve that motherfucking yeah. shit. And the closer I get to attaining the stuff that I want, mm-hmm. the happier I find myself being. Mm-hmm. And the happier that I find <sighs> myself being, the more I find myself giving. Thanks. So mm. all, all the universe has to do is supply me with my the the basic little simple little things that I ask for, <laughs> and watch me move. Cause I can't be Ooh. happy with people around me not being happy. I mm-hmm. want everybody around me Say to experience it. the same joy that I feel. Oh, but shit. the sad thing is that so often, and it's not just me. This I actually see this in our community a lot that people give so much of themselves they sacrifice their own happiness. For the happiness of everybody else around them. So when we're talking about the cost of being gay, you know, that is one of the things that I'm thinking about. Like when our young brothers and sisters um, and gender nonconforming 
community oh, yeah. members come out and or just exist unapologetically and it costs them. Mm-hmm. It costs them, it costs them money. So they may be like, I was put out of my mom's home and that didn't cost me any money, but I was torn. I didn't know where to go. No, that costs you money. That costs you money because now you need to find a job. You can't find a job if you don't have a permanent place that of cost, residence. Absolutely. You, and need a, you need a job to maintain a cell phone so they could actually call you for the interview. And so, like, you talk about the happiness, and then I even think about specifically our, our, our transgender and our gender nonconforming community. And before, you know, uh, President uh, Barack Obama came in and made some some shifts in even employment across the nation, like how so, so many of them really had no other option but su- sex work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or drug dealing. So to yeah. reel it back into the non-monetary side of it, it also costs us our safety or some sort of some semblance of safety. Because even if they were with I their was family. About to write that down. Yeah. They may have not been safe, but they at least had a place to stay. Yeah. So once that is taken away, it's like you took some form of safety and protection from me because at least y'all may have been giving me hell, but at least I had a place to sleep. So now yeah. I got to make money doing whatever I need to do because, like, again, I was about to start charging folks for coaching. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, this is not going to bring me joy, and I'm not going to be coaching folks like that because mm. I don't want to be my, find myself in spaces with people that make me not feel great. Yeah. So it, it it's one of those things where it's like, I want to just be able to survive. I want to be able to thrive and all these things like that. But I don't want to be at the expense of my safety. I don't want to be at the expense of my peace or my joy or anything that brings me home. I don't want that. But that is a reality for a lot of us out there trying to just make it and live. Yeah. So that's why I want my money to go up so I can find a way to make sure that the folks that don't want to be in those spaces have a place to go. Have a place to go. Yeah. And as much as I try and pretend that, like, Um, the status that I have or want is for me. <laughs> if I'm gonna be transparent, mm-hmm. it like it's really not. It's, it's for, not for it's for the people in my community. Word. Yeah, it's like it's it's either to say like one or two or both things for me, and that is, hey, look at me. This could be you, or hey, look at me. This isn't you. Mm-hmm. You know that that is the energy that I was used to getting. Um, coming out in the community years ago, it's like the children. You had some of the kids in the community, the grandiose kids, <laughs> yeah, that grandiose. were like, "This is me. Mm-hmm. You can never be this." <laughs> okay, take a look, sickening, at what you will never be because mm. I am grand. You are not, and so and, mm. and so and that just kind of plants a seed. Like, okay, I because those individuals will be worshipped. Yeah. They would be like admired. And I'm like, I, I want that. N- not just because I want it, but because I deserve it. Because like a lot of times you'll see this individual like, this is a cruel person. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm an amazing person. So it, it definitely if they can get this, then I deserve this as well. Because you do. So you spend your time just trying to acquire those things, or at least that's been my truth. Like, let me acquire these things that I feel that I am worthy of. But it's not... To say like this is what I have and this you will not have these things because again it's like one or two positions mm-hmm. or both mm-hmm. and but for me it's like hey look at simple old me you know in all my adversities that I've been able to like purge through what I've been able to acquire yes. and how I've been using the little bit I have mm-hmm. to be of service to people who look and live like me right 
this is what you can do with that. And I think so. One of the things that really that really does strike me, and and it happens far more than what I'm willing to speak on at times, mm -hmm. but the cost of being gay, being black and gay, yes. is being overlooked mm -hmm. <gasps> and and being skipped over. Because I I really t I think about several times that I've gone up for, for certain positions i've gone up for certain opportunities I, i've gone up for certain placements and have been overlooked because of who i am and how i identify and and i and i really do think about and this really speaks to even your point jr when you were like mm. well some of the people that get it are absolutely horrid mm -hmm. and but then it's like why why is the society promoting like ill manner like, why do we like, because again, we already know that really right now it's a, it's a crab in a barrel mentality and it's a rat race that in order for you to get to the top, you got to slit somebody's throat or slash somebody's tires. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that because my work speaks for itself. Yeah. And if I'm not cutthroat and do or die, I'm not good enough. And but then if I do that, then I'm giving in also to the other part of the stereotype of our mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. that we're we're vindictive, we're nasty, mm -hmm. we're beguiling, and yeah. we're really just out there for money mm -hmm. and yeah. and and pleasure. Yeah. And it's just like, but that's not that's not the reality. And if you really took the time to get to know me, one individual of the LGBTQ plus community. Like I think your your thought your your experience and your perspective would drastically shift, mm -hmm. and so like I had like a question, and I think this is like the last thing I always say that, but like this I feel is like the last thing I have to say. Like just this question, like is the cost worth it? Mm. Uh, mm, mm, okay, I'm trying to think of the. And however you interpret it, but I, th I feel the direction I'm going is all that we've gone through, all that we deal with, all that we gain, lose, and start with, has it been worth it? What you're asking for from the universe, is it worth it? Are you worth it? Mm. Like, is the cost worth it? The sacrifices have been worth it for me. They have been hard sacrifices for sure. Mm. Um, but I was in a place of comfort, but also I was not growing and learning about myself. So the sacrifices I had to make, though, they were hard and they put, they took a toll on me emotionally and mentally. Um, it's been worth it. And this is coming from a person or from, uh, this is coming from me that has been at suicide's door about three times and everything because I did not feel life was worth it. Mm -hmm. Now that I was in the hospital and had a whole scare with the, uh, being in ICU and all that, I want to live life so fucking hard. So for me, this has been very much worth it, even after all the things I've been through, things have confused me and all that, even when I worry every single day and I'm working hard not to, mm -hmm. it's been worth it. Some of the things that have caught that has cost me, I didn't need in the first place. I needed it for the time it did, but then I spent it. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And I gained so much more. I would say the main cost that I've learned so far being black and gay and Southern is just the ideas that I am not seen as a fully realized human being mm -hmm. as not, not just, just as a black person, a black man and a black gay man, that those things are all me. And there's no separate thing. There's no separate thing from 
Coach and Kevin or Bama Boy Blues. I am this all this whole person. And I feel like for a good chunk of my time, I had to operate separately from all these entities. And what happened was it created a space where people only knew me as coach. So they would approach me as they would think coach wanted to be approached when, no, you can still approach me as Kevin because I'm still Kevin. Or how people would hit me up on Bamboo Blues about stuff and all these things like that, where it's like, I've been basically spending parts of myself in different spaces where people get a certain idea of me. I don't want to do that no more. So even with Confabulation, Confabulation has allowed QPOC podcast. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> has allowed me to say, this is me, this is me, this is me, this is me. I'm tired of spending quarters here, dollars here, and all that. Like, I'm going to give myself in this space and it's going to cost me some emotional stuff mm-hmm. but that is part of the back the, the deal because i want to get this well i need to get where i need to go where i want to go because i want to do this for me so all this has been some things have been traumatic as fuck but i had to learn how to spend my time standing in it so now i'm spending time standing in my trauma to deal with it so that i can continue growing and getting my value up and stuff and like i told y'all i just now at this time in my life have i've realized my worth Mm-hmm. I am fucking worthy. And so when you say you deserve those things, I believe you because I understand. Because yeah. I deserve all the good things I've always wanted because I've always put that energy out there. I've been spending myself. I'm spent. Mm-hmm. I spent myself. Now it is okay to say, hey, I've invested so much into this universe. And now that I'm paying attention to the right things, the universe is like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Trust me. And yeah. it's been a thing because I've been scared lately. To not trust it because I'm afraid that something bad's going to happen because of my trauma. Because I know what it's like to be in a space where I had money. Money's gone. And mm-hmm. I am basically broke, damn near homeless, unless I was with my family or sister. Mm-hmm. Couch surfing, depressed, unable to freelance write and all that stuff. I'm like, I need to just end my life. And it's like, nah, we ain't going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. You've spent all the things you need to spend. Let me reinvest in you. And it took me a while to get to a space like, oh, I'm back in Birmingham. This is crap. No, it's not. Good friend of mine, Tony, said that maybe the universe wants to atone for the time you were here in Birmingham. What? I don't. Then I had to sit there and I was like, you might be right. Mm. This has been 33 years of investment of me being me and not thinking I was going to get anything in return. And last year showed me how beautiful I really am mm-hmm. and that I'm deserving of six figures, seven, how many figures, how many figures I want. Because I know that the energy and the money that I'm going to get from whatever it is I do. I'm always going to reinvest it because I'm acting from a joyful and loving space. Mm -hmm. And that's the space I always want to operate from. Because, again, if I'm eating, everybody I love going to eat. If I'm sleeping, everybody going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Just give me that time. Give me that energy and give me whatever the universe feels I'm worth getting. Hopefully it's a lot. Whatever that money is, I'm going to invest that into me because I know I'm also investing into those I love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I do appreciate this question, uh, Abe. It's... Prolific. Okay. Um, so with that, um and the question um um for the listeners out there is, you yes. know, is it worth it? Is is what um the cost the cost, the cost of gay, um mm. is it worth it? And for me the answer is is a resounding no. So I was res- <laughs> I was searching <laughs> Okay. I was searching for a yes so hard. I hear you. When I tell you, I was searching so hard. Um, But it is not worth it. The cost is not worth it. It is terribly overpriced. It is. What it should Mm. cost to be gay is nothing. It should Mm. cost us absolutely nothing 
accept authenticity. Oh, yeah. That's the that. only that's the only form of payment mm. that I should be giving. This is the only effort that I should be giving is to just to be honest and true. Yes. And and truthful uh and transparent. Uh-huh. I, and, and I mean, and that's it. I mean, but and outside of just being gay, because again, I'm not looking at this through the lens of a gay person because I'm not a gay person. Okay, mm-hmm. I am a black gay person, and yeah. that's how I have to look at it. So the cost of being gay is also the cost; it's a shared cost of being black, and we damn well know. Yeah. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. that is too expensive. I've made some relationships, um, in this community. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, the the pains were just immeasurable, yeah. and <laughs> it cost and and it cost me mm-hmm. to experience that type of pain, and anything more than one cent was way too much. I, yeah. I should have been paid for enduring that the pain. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Like it's just way too much. A lot of the interactions that we have, um, in and out of community are things that we should be paid for. So the cost, it shouldn't cost me anything. And so any amount that we pay, as creative beings Mm -hmm. on this planet, and I'm not saying that no one else is, is creative being, okay? But I can't speak for anyone else that lives outside of um, a person of LGBTQ plus experience, okay? Hello. Okay. But for those of us, who have LGBTQ plus experience. Yes. Okay. We are some heavenly beings that have been blessed with just limitless gifts and limitless possibilities. It's almost nothing that we can't do. We're like Mm X-Men, you know? So I, I feel like our purpose is just like to bring the world together and save it. Yeah. And why in the hell am I paying to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my answer. And so yeah. I I I was I make weird noises. I was brought to tears <laughs> when coach started talking about sacrifices and I and I was almost there again when when JR started talking about, you know, the losses and you know being this experience, this identity, this this life. Mm being so overpriced a life that i did not choose mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and i mean and i know for me my sacrifices and the heavy hitters for me were the church and my family mm-hmm. um because those that know me know that i was down to the ground church queen like mm-hmm. i was always up in the church ordained deacon minister of music like church abe was there mm-hmm. like and because of the utilization of my gayness mm. for the successful uh, propelling of the church, but yet nothing was truly invested in me. Nothing Ooh, was truly sure, yes. fulfilling in mm-hmm. me specifically. And, and I know it's like, it, I don't, I can't stop it. Like, and I'm talking to myself, listeners, like I'm mm-hmm. talking because oh, I'm no. trying to talk myself out of saying it. What really shifted my mindset on the church and on religion was I remember I was 16 years old and I was in Sunday school and I asked my Sunday school teacher, how do we know the religion? This religion is the right religion. And in essence, he could not answer the question. He gave me a typical 
by the book, the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, response of, well, you know, it's just our faith that, you know, just affirms us. And that, uh-uh, that's not what I asked. Word. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to sit up here and consistently live this life by these rules that, in my perspective, man had had some doing with in, interpreting. And I get to those gates and on Judgment Day and God tells me to Are you Buddhist? You know, <laughs> like the angel at the gate, like, okay, are you atheist? Or are you, like, because that's how you get in. Yeah. Like, okay. your answer needs to be yes to this question. But you're like, no, no, I'm Christian. And they're like, oh. what, what is that? <laughs> okay. And, and, and so for me, I, that that was the biggest thing for me. And then how the church, and it hurts so much because it's like I gave so much of my life, like from five years old up until 18, 13 years of my life, I gave, no, I can't even say that, at my mom's church. And then I ventured out and go, went, started going to more affirming church, but churches. But even in those spaces, I was really prostituted for my talents. Mm. Like, mm. You, you would push oh. me up. God damn it. You would push me up to pedestals. You would give me titles. You would give me opportunities to lead. But it was because... I was bringing all the ideas. I was willing to do the work. I was willing to show up early and stay late. Mm-hmm. I was willing to, like, I was just willing. And I had the ability. Mm-hmm. And it it, it Shit. took so much out of me. And I think, and, and so that took so much out of me. And then when we come to my family, um, and I know that there's still a lot of unresolved issues, but I feel that slowly but surely, like, the bite-sized conversations that need to happen are starting to happen. The mm-hmm. difficult discussions are starting to happen, but still, like, it still shakes me to my core that when I came out to my parents, they stopped talking to me for almost a year. And that, for y'all, y'all even though I don't talk about them like that, but, like, my family is, like, my world. Mm-hmm. But... And, and I wrote it down because it's like I, I just have to be able to stand in it with all 10 toes. Like, most significantly is really my dad. Like, I love my dad, but because of toxic toxic masculinity, it's really taken away my opportunity to show my love, my love and appreciation for my dad because it would be too effeminate. I want to be able to hug my dad. I want to be able to just call my dad and just talk and just shoot the shit. Just because I want to be able to talk to my dad about like my relationships because my dad is so fucking smart and he's so damn wise. Like he he can take any situation and make it applicable to whomever. It doesn't matter your way of life. Mm-hmm. But I feel because of societal norms and because of all the bullshit that has happened in the society. Number one, we already got I already got two strikes to get me because I'm a black man, and then now I. I in, in the narrative of the black community, I chose to be gay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't choose this. Word. I, I going back to the church. I've prayed. I've tarried. I've pleaded with God. Like if this ain't for, if this ain't for me, take it away. Here it's, I am still. So it's tragic that people. Mm. I, I apologize, Coach, if with your permission. Oh, it's tragic that for people to say that to not. To refuse, to refuse, to love people, to refuse and and have the capacity, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> and yet still refuse to love people in a way that they express that they need to be loved. Mm-hmm. That is 
tragic. Yeah. That is, I cannot imagine having a, a, a parent. That has not been my truth. I can mm-hmm. say that. It has not been my truth to have a parent who did not pull out all stops within their own capacity to show and prove to me how much they loved me. And, mm. and that is a privilege that I think I probably never really acknowledged. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I'm saying like when people are like when you're talking about your mom and dad and I'm like, man, does he hear this? Like he had a mom and a dad growing up. That is wild. Like I wish I had a dad so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so much so that my voice is still just cracks when I say it. Like mm-hmm. I, I wish I had a dad, you know, and then, but then I'm hearing you say, oh, oh no, no, but I have, I have a dad and, and, and this is my experience. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, because like you, you have what I've always wanted, but what I don't want is that experience. And, and, and I haven't had that experience from anybody who professed that they love me. And, and I don't, and I wish that people could recognize the damage that that does to somebody, know you know, and it's, feels. and it's so like, how hard is it to just love somebody the way that they are asking to be loved if it's within your capacity to do it. And some folks don't have the capacity. I was thinking back because I stick by saying that for me personally, based on where I was and where I am now, it's been worth the the expenses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Ava says some things that have opened doors about feeling used. And that is one big thing that has haunted me and fucked with me ever since I went on the journey of just being my most authentic self, I mean, like even the whole coach side of it, mm-hmm. I have never really felt validated in that because I've never felt understood. I've always been, I've always felt like this is this dad figure that is just this kinky man that people, like I am not just some cute thick dude on Instagram. I'm not looking for your oohs and ahs and shit like that. I am a human fucking mm-hmm. being. And mm-hmm. for a long time when I first started being coach and having the group, I felt used, like no one appreciated me for me but I realized I wasn't giving that out. And then I realized I took this mindset anywhere I was on apps and shit. No one wanted to get to know me. They just want to know what I can do for them. So I've always felt used for making people feel good, whether it's through joy or through coaching and all that is that's all it is. I am just serving a need to make others feel good. And I felt like shit because mm-hmm. no one was reinvesting. Want to make sure I'm okay. And I have not felt okay in that. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to take a break from doing bait nation. Because I'm like, I'm legit sitting here clinging to my sanity after I've been in ICU and stuff like that. And folks want to know when I can put out the next episode. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't be whoever it is y'all want me to be right now because I don't even know who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. I am hurting. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. even though, yes, now it's been worth it, doing the whole period when I was going through all the shit and suicide ideation and all that, yeah. it was not worth it because I'm like, I don't deserve to be here because no one gives a shit about me. They give a shit about what I can do for them. Mm-hmm. And so even with last year, triggered through all that because I kept feeling like I was being used, even though these are things I wanted to do and be there for people. I felt used because it was not appreciated. I didn't feel appreciated. And it, it and it wasn't till after that, but then being around the men that have supported me for years when we had our retreat. OK, now I feel appreciated. But then after that was over, it's like, what what's going on? Why do I need this validation? I love myself and so that. But it's just like it is something lacking that I have not fully felt for real, for real mm-hmm. in my life. 
And so function spaces where I have never just experiencing genuine love. I have never seen successful relationships. I've been so hell bent on being this man that I want to see for myself because I like, I have to believe that he exists. And even though I may never meet him, let me be that man. Mm-hmm. And what scares me the most, if it's just costing me being by myself for the rest of my life. I, one thing I said I don't want to happen to me, and this is a famous writer, a well-known writer, HIV activist, and all these things who passed away. His name was Joseph F. Beam. Mm-hmm. And I remember he wrote a letter mm-hmm. to one of his colleagues. And basically, he was just afraid of dying alone in his apartment. He died alone in his apartment. The very fear. I never want my fear to feed anything that should actually predict and make things happen. Anxiety or whatever. And I fight against those thoughts every day because it's like, I do not want to be this great person, but still end up leaving this earth by myself because I could not obtain all the things that I truly want, which is just love. Mm-hmm. Genuine love, functioning in love. Not just love with friends, but love when it comes to like an actual intimate partner that actually wants to talk mm-hmm. about feelings and actually be supportive and stuff like that. I want to know what that feels like. I want to know what that means to actually see a monogamous black gay relationship. I get it. Monogamy is dead to a lot of people. Oh, okay. I know that people are polyamorous. I know people have open relationships. I understand if I want to do that, I could. I don't want that because I know what that looks like and I see how folks function in that. I want to be able to have my story say that Kevin was in a loving relationship with somebody for a very long time, that Kevin lived a very healthy, happy life, that Kevin, when he had money, he did everything he could to make sure everybody's doing things and make sure they're okay and supported. That's what I want to see for myself. So even though I feel like right now it is worth it, there have been some sacrifices and costs that has fucked with me and still do to this day where I'm afraid to live because I'm afraid that something is lurking around the corner to make shit go bad Mm. because I'm not comfortable with things being good because all I function in is things that are chaotic and bad. Mm. So right now it is costing me my fucking sanity and I don't like it. I don't like how I feel. I don't like how I've been functioning. Even though I've been my best joyful self, I feel like I've been losing my goddamn mind because I ain't thinking right. Mm. Mm. And I feel, though, even even in this space of unrest, because um, yes. I, I feel this this conversation most definitely unearthed a lot of hidden truths amongst mm-hmm. us. Um, one thing I can be very transparent about as well with this hurt, with with this this damage, this this cost that we had to pay, mm-hmm. um, I feel these voids have really allowed me to acknowledge my power of creation. Yes, my creation of beauty and magic and power and and protection and collaboration, and and healing and advancement and just how I've been able to create that either with like-minded individuals or by myself. So all those things that I've lost, all those things that I had to sacrifice, all those things that I had to go through has activated something in me that I don't really feel or think would have had I not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, and it sucks, even speaking once again to what JR was saying, it sucks that people have to go through the bullshit to get to the diamond in the mm-hmm. rough. But we have to do it sometimes. We do. We do. But my thing is, again, speaking to what JR and what, what both of y'all have been saying, what we all have been saying at the table, when does it stop? Yeah. 
Yeah. The, this cost is too high to live a life as a black gay man. And then you're not even, you, can, you can't even live. You're, you living, you're, you're existing just enough to get to the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 is a conversation that needed to be ha- that oh I can't even talk right. Uh, this is a conversation that we needed to have. Yeah, it is. And like I'm I, I agree with everything that's been said here. I'm in a place where it's like it's worth it, but also not worth it. It's one of those things. I'm like mm-hmm. right now, for me being me, I feel like it's costing me my sanity. I know right now it's costing me my sanity, and I want that shit back. Yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. And I'm getting it back. By having this conversation, just talking these things out, and I'm glad we're here to have these conversations. And I, and hopefully, those listening take this in and really just think about what's going on in their life and what it's costing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully, it's not costing you the important things that matter to you. Because if it is, you may have to leave it where it is and keep on moving. Yeah, re-eva- if you can reevaluate its worth, if you can, but survive. Mm-hmm. Do your best to survive. Self preservation. I'm like. If nothing else, I've been on this whole tip of saving myself. I've been saving myself. <coughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm continually saving myself each and every goddamn day. I'm wake up. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for all these things because I want to see what's going to happen. And I want to believe in that and trust that the things that I have been investing in, I can see how that's coming back. Even when I'm not expecting anything back, the universe is like, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yep. Just, hey, trust that. Stop freaking out. Let this anxiety <laughs> go. Yeah. And it's like, I want to get there. I want to not have to freak out and have my anxiety causing migraines and things like that no more. Because mm-hmm. I was at one point, I was functioning fine. Not saying I can't function. I function well. I've been under a lot of pressure and stress throughout my life, as we all have. It's just now, can I can I just chill out? Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to relax. Yeah, yeah. I want to relax I'm so that too. I can reap some of the benefits of the things that I've done, knowing that I'm going to be blessed even more because I continue to be good to myself. That way, I'm good to others. Yeah. yeah. Let me live. Shit. Let okay. this child live, let damn this it. Child God live. Damn. Let it live. Let it Damn. Can I just lay my head down on the pillow? Shit, let, for us two all minutes. Minutes. let us all okay. live. Fuck. Listeners, I I what I have for you is that, you know, um, you pay the cost mm. to, to be the boss. Because <laughs> like, maybe the boss we are. That's that's just what it is. Like you you pay the cost. To be the boss, so you pay the cost. So be the boss, okay? And be the boss of yourself. So, so be the boss. Mm-hmm. Like assert and claim, assert a claim, assert claim, and assert your power. Uh-huh. Like it's yours no in that else's. order. Like hello, uh, just be the boss of of what you're willing to um, pay or invest mm-hmm. in things. Be the boss of of how you're going to um, just maneuver through this life and how you're going to access uh, people and, and, and be of access by others. Mm-hmm. Just be, be the boss of that as much as, as much as you can be. Put in the work, put in the time, uh, and just know that like your sanity um, yes. is, is all you have, yep. you know, and, um, and, and don't lose that just by being, Paying more f- for something than it's worth. Right. Living above your means, you know. Um, <laughs> and 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 by that, and and not just like I make this amount and I'm living this amount, like just like this is what I make at my job, you know. At, you know, at the the call center, 
that's so stereotypical, but this is what I make at my job. Because we can turn the, the gays, baby, turns it on for the calls and Hello. the jobs. You better. Thank you for Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, thank you. You've reached. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. How can I? Yes. So whatever you make there. How can I direct your call? <laughs> please hold the line. If you don't mind holding the line for me one moment. Please. I'm so sorry for that ever so long wait. <laughs> We don't play for customer service, but they will not. They will not make us uh, quality assurance coaches Mm-mm. or quality assurance managers. And I've been to wanting to be that life. for the longest. Okay, but we give exceptional coaches every time. Don't play. We don't play. But they. But they. Okay. So you know. But see, still in, in the space. I'm diving in. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, that's another conversation. I'm, I'm diving in. Well, so, can we talk what, about call centers so, yeah. later? So, yeah. so what I have. <laughs> what I have for our <laughs> listeners is, if you see the lack. Mm-hmm. Feel it yourself. Yes. Okay. Because again, you've been through what you've been through and guess what? You're still here. Mm-hmm. So activate that power that is already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Activate that magic. We talk about the the black boy, the black gay magic, the black boy joy. Like mm-hmm. so if you if you speak on it, why aren't you using it? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what I have for you. You you already possess all the tools that you need. And it's not gonna be easy. It's going to take time. Yeah. But the first step is making your mind up and doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. I got a metaphor for that as I know y'all hate it, but think of yourself as your own personal bank. Mm-hmm. You're saving yourself. So look, I'm my own savings account. I'm saving on me. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. I'm doing direct deposits of all the things that make me me to myself first. And then in that account of what makes me me, if I feel like giving it to other accounts, then I can because I have that power and choice to do it myself. But until that, this money is coming on me. I'm saving up for myself because I'm saving myself. I love it. Because I want to save myself because I want to be here. I love Mm -hmm. that. And I want me. I want me for me. I'm not here for anybody else but me. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Mm -hmm. Me being me and know who I am. Because I'm here for me, I'm here for everybody. Because mm-hmm. I want to see everybody flourish. But only if you want to do that for yourself. Yep. No one can hold your hands in that process. Mm-hmm. I'm here to just shine a light and say, hey, I'm over here. Yeah. I'm over these here. These are the steps I if took. You, these are yeah. steps I took. Follow, this step, follow these steps mm-hmm. and get there with me. Because I'm, I'm busy spinning and saving. So I'm, I can't be on, listen. window shopping with you. <laughs> I, well, okay. I've been window shopping. Okay. Because I can't you, do it no more. You say window shopping, I'm going to go in the store eventually. <laughs> I'm going to see something I want. Ooh. And I am going to work my ass off to get it. To Hello. get it. Because that's what we do. <laughs> the very so next week. That's what we week. do. The very next, next week. week. Only because the very next day just wouldn't work. Because so. I, I was scheduled to work. <laughs> uh, that's why I need six figures. <laughs> you I know want what? six figures. People. I'm being nice by saying six you, figures. You are being nice with the six figures thing. Because it's really, I feel like seven. Look, seven. Come on. Or seven um, figures. Eight. You all listeners, oh my goodness! Thanks for hanging here with us. Yes. This, um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is we we delved in. We've talked about a lot. You've got an idea of like what we individually feel like it costs us to be living here in Birmingham, Alabama, mm-hmm. as Black queer gay men of color. Mm-hmm. Um. What does it cost you? Yes. What uh, does it cost? Let you? us know. Yeah. And let us know on our various social media platforms you can join our group on facebook confabulation mm-hmm. qpoc podcast yeah, yeah, you can yeah. also follow us on instagram confabulation qpoc podcast hey. and the conversation does not stop here it does not uh-huh. stop uh-huh. with the cost of being gay no. we have a ever so growing library and you can find us on apple podcast spotify pocket cast breaker rocket <laughs> pub radio public <laughs> overcast and anchor <laughs> <laughs> we out here dude 
We Find are. us, child. Uh-huh. And get your confabulated life. Ooh. Ooh I like we'll that. be looking for you. Hey. hey, people. I am JR. I'm Abe. And I am Coach. And you listening to Confabulation. Spin them coins. Ho, ha. Hey, 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 h